This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome to The Breaks Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new edition of The Breaks Radio. Be real, Excel is Kings should. I'm your host this week. CEO Hayes, and I'm in the building with my brother Johnny. What's good, man? Another week, another album review. <laughs> and we easily could have had like I think a, another three album review week, but I'm not listening to Little Baby. I'm I'm just <laughs> it's the end of the year. I you may catch I it. I may catch it in January. I don't know, but uh definitely not catching that. But nonetheless, we're we are gonna have an album review. We're reviewing championships by Meek Mill. Johnny, what are your initial thoughts on this, man? Okay, let me first start off by saying that I did not get a chance to finish the album. Now, I only had like three or four songs left out of 19. <laughs> so it was the, the, whatever the last four were, I didn't get a chance to get to those. But from what I heard, this is actually really solid, like really solid for Meek Mill. I didn't like I did. I definitely expected like a mature Meek on here. Um but some of the stuff he's talking about, like with him going through like his whole um, jail situation and the judge and how he felt afterwards. Like I was like, OK, I- I'm liking this. I'm liking this. Um, Some dope Meek verses, some dope features. Overall, I thought this was pretty good, like like really good. This is an excellent album, in my opinion. Um, not Definitely not my favorite of the year or anything like that, but Meek. And his maturity as a as a person and as an artist is evident throughout all this album. And I think, I mean, he dropped something earlier this year. I forgot the name of it. Like Lessons of a Summer. Yeah, remember that we reviewed it. It was like the the short project. It was like a five or eight Amen. track project. We reviewed so much. I don't remember. <laughs> but I mean, and we and we talked there about. Um, just his his maturity as a person, how what he's gone. Oh, Legends of a Summer. That was the name of it. How he's matured and what he's went through with jail has definitely seemed to kind of not to to say woke, but it, it's kind of waking him up and he's he's matured his content a lot. It's still very Meek Mill, um, but I, the features on here he used perfectly in my opinion. Uh, the production is is really good throughout. The samples on this album, hey man, man, he spent some money. Like he spent oh, some yeah. money on his some, some of these flips. Some Somebody spent some money, right? Yo, that the the intro of the uh, the the Phil Collins joint that was yeah. hey man, listen, 
Phil Collins is like one of the best musicians ever. And that particular song that they uh, sample is like one of my favorite songs of all time. I can't think of the I cannot think of the name of the song though. The song that they sampled. I just know it's a Phil Collins song. Oh, what is it? It's not Phil it in. What I want to say Phil it in. I can't remember the name of the track off the top of my head now either. Yeah, but I'm man. surprised it had never been sampled in hip hop before because that is like it was a dope sample. No, are you serious? I don't believe that. For real, I'm telling you, Google it. It's never been. It's never been sampled in hip hop before. Damn, no, nah, that's crazy. Because I mean, because the beat's so cold, you would think that many hip hop people would have uh, sampled it, at least in you know by 2018. So that's interesting. I don't, I'm gonna go back and look because I don't believe that. Yeah, uh, in the air tonight. That's the name of the track from 1981. But yeah, it's never. It's never. At least according to my research, I looked it up because I'm I. Once I heard it, I'm like, I don't think I've ever heard this sample before. Googled it. I couldn't find anything. So if you do point me out, because I need to add that track yeah, to the playlist. But Yeah, that's dope. But yeah, yeah I mean, man, the the um the the production on this album was great. Um so many noticeable samples were used, and not in a bad way, which I was which I was happy about. Cause there have been there have been a few people like over the last, I would say, three or so years that are trying that that have been trying to sample music from the '90s, and they haven't been really that good. So for for the samples on this album to be used how they were used uh, was really great, really great. Yeah, it was, it was definitely dope throughout it. Uh, Beyonce sample, which that's rare in of itself. True. Uh, <laughs> but what, did you, what what was your favorite of? I know you you didn't get to listen to the last four tracks. But what what were your, what was your favorite from what you did listen to? Well, the the intro to me was hard. He almost got Cardi on the hardest intro for this year. <laughs> almost, but he still didn't get him. So uh, the intro was dope. Um, I'm sure, just like everybody else, was free. It was a dope song. Um, and then championships, that the title track, which I think that song is where he talked about. Going like going through the whole ordeal with um with the judge sentence, sentencing him again and how he felt after he got out. He said something like he um the the way the judge treated him almost made him hate his people. I was like, shit. Like that's deep. Like for this man to be willing to actually say that, because I know a lot of people have felt that way before, going, you know, being in certain situations, but I don't know, man. I felt it. Like I felt his pain. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and he he's he's able to convey like his current mind state on this so well in his content, his style, everything. This this to me is like seeing an artist go from be, be having potential to realizing that potential. I think we've yeah. all seen that in Meek Mill since the beginning. Now, like this puts him up there as far as like if he if he can deliver another album of this quality, he's up there with like some of the best of this generation, in my opinion, if he can keep this going. I can see that. <clears throat> but I mean, it pro- it will definitely be a while before we get another meat project, because I'm certain he's going to tour off of this. Oh, so yeah. it may be another two years at least before we get another Meek album. But I think this. I think this will suffice. Like this album is good. It's it's an hour long, well, hour nine minutes, nineteen tracks. I think this is this is good for him for a while. Yeah, for for sure. Uh, that hour over an hour runtime at the beginning of two thousand eighteen. I don't think like I would have felt like it was super long, but it felt it's <laughs> hell long. Which is probably why I didn't finish it. But the th- and it's quality throughout, so it made it 
an easier listen for the length, but man, did this feel long. And God, we, this, this would be like a standard list, uh, runtime a couple of years ago. Now it like stands out. It has to be one of the longest albums of the year. Yeah. This and the, um, the ninth wonder joint, the Jamla compilation. That was like oh, an yeah. hour and a half. Damn. Yeah. It's just, oh my, like it's crazy now that I really don't want to listen to an album that's over. Like I would say 45 minutes. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> what was your favorite Thanks, feature John. on this album? Ooh, favorite feature. Um, I'm not going to go with the obvious, Jay-Z and Rick Ross. I'm actually going to, I think I'm going to go with Cardi B. Cardi, Cardi Snap. Stole mine. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah, that was a dope song. That's probably one of my favorite songs from this album, honestly. Hey, man. If Cardi comes out with an album next year, like, this shit going to be another number one. Like, she's... Of course, she had her baby this year, so she's been kind of like quiet as far as like songs go. She did put out a song maybe a month or two ago called "Money" or something, yeah. which was it was it was straight it wasn't great, but it was you know it was good. Um, but if she can keep killing features and then drop like a seven song album in May next year, I think she'll be like she gonna keep her momentum going. Like she is the queen of hip hop now. Like that's crazy. Thank you for saying that. Um, like, and the and the thing is too is that. I think because she her album was so good that we're missing or it's not at least being talked about that she's still evolving as an artist like she's yeah. really getting in her rap bag like you could say she got ghostwriters I don't care the, what she's spitting is getting progressively and progressively better I'm I'm highly anticipating the next project from her Just think about it Cardi has only been I would say a for real rapper for like what 2 years like it hasn't been, it hasn't, it hasn't been that long. So to even to just notice her progression from what mid twenty seventeen to now a year and a half, like that's like that's wild. Just imagine where she can go, and she's still young. She like what twenty six? Yeah, she's she's super young. She got man, she got time, and she's still developing her skill. Nah, she coming for everybody. <laughs> and the thing is, is that as long as she doesn't get full of herself, she really could run the female side of rap for a long time. We we could be looking at a decade run here. Man, damn, are just, we are we ready for a decade of Cardi? I don't know. <laughs> just to think. And she started off on love and hip hop with a jet with jacked up teeth. And now look oh, at what she is. Even before that, was she a stripper before that? Yeah, yeah, even before that. So like you really can do whatever you want to do. Like literally nowadays. Yeah. yeah as long yeah. as you you know, work on your whatever it is you want to do. Just work on your craft. If you work on your craft and deliver, shit, sky's well, the sky is not the limit. There is no limit. Just do what you want to do, man. Hey, make it happen. That's- but uh, shouts out to Cardi. But let's get back on this Meek album, man, because I I could really talk about Cardi's career for a long time because I respect her rise so much. But overall, I thought like the rating of this album. Where where are you rating this? Is this does this creep into your top ten of the year? I know. Haven't had time to really think about it, but just just off that first listen. Um, no, I would say no. I don't think it's in my top ten. Um, again, that's not saying this is a bad album by any means because it's not. But the pure volume of albums and the quality content that have come out that I've been able to just sit on and digest. Um, I I would say this Meek album isn't in my top ten, but it's still a great album. Um, but as far as ratings. Are we doing 10-point scale? Yeah, let's do 10 out of 10. I guess out of the, what, 15 songs I heard, which is still a lot, I think I'm going to go, 
I'll probably go seven. I think I'll go seven. A solid seven. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I um I got a little bit higher. I, I have it at an eight. Um and I don't think just off like just thinking about it now, not really sitting down and writing out the albums. I don't think it's in my top ten. I'd have to really write it out and see what what it is, but it's definitely up there. It's probably definitely in the top top twenty, probably top fifteen, which mm-hmm. is just crazy considering I can honestly say I listened to over twenty albums this year. Um, <laughs> brand new albums. Yeah, brand like, new I, albums. Like yeah, man. Man, that's crazy. Um but yeah, I mean it's a great album. Um solid body of work from him and it has the hay seal of approval if that means anything. So Right. Now I'm gonna ask you this, right? Okay. So on what's free with Rick Ross and Jay Z, Rick Ross, dope verse, dope verse. But I noticed something. So this album has been out for about a week now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rick Ross said a word that I figured a lot of people would be in the uproar about. He said the elf word that rhymes with maggot. So it's very interesting to me that nobody has said anything about it. Well, at least from what I've seen, nobody has said anything about it. Now, maybe the right person, well, I won't say right person, but maybe that particular person hasn't heard it yet where they can just start blasting that shit out. Like, it's just weird to me that nobody has said anything about it because everybody in today's time is so sensitive about stuff. And everyone, interesting. and everyone jumped on M for not even saying it. He bleeped it out in his song earlier this year. Exactly. Um, and I think this is where, like, M, people were ready. I think people were looking for something because of how his content has been in the past. With Ross, is this the first time he's ever said that on the track? Because I can't, I can't think of another time. That particular word? That particular word. Oh, yeah. To my knowledge, yeah. That's so, it's one of those things to where... It feels like the social media age is more so damning, like they damned Eminem's for sins of the past. And this time, like maybe Ross is getting the past because he's never said it. Or like you said, maybe people just haven't noticed it. But you would think that there would be more of an of a backlash about it from from certain crowds of people um, yeah. and people who just want to jump on anything that's not PC. I mean, hell. We, we we had we had tweets last week of people saying that the freaking Lion King was colorism and nobody's oh picked this God. up. <laughs> and it's like it baffled me because back when Rick Ross did um Damn, what's the guy? Is it Rocco? The uh you ain't even you ain't know it, you ain't yeah. even know it. Oh, and he God, said hi. Right, right. He Ross was saying like he put the Molly in the drink and she ain't even know it, and she he enjoyed her and she ain't even know it. They ki- they killed him for that, but I ain't saying nothing about this particular word that he said in this um big meal song. So I don't know. I just I found it interesting. That's all. I just found it interesting. Now watch <laughs> something happens as soon as <laughs> this drop. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now people are gonna go crazy. Um, but hey, anything left on uh championships before we get into our first commercial break? Because we do have more to talk about from what's free after. Oh no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get into the first break. You guys are going to hear from Technical Foul and hear some music after that, and we will catch you guys on the other side. Yep. Welcome to Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Go, go, Power Ranger. Yeah, this is the Black Ranger. It's me, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. It's Ash Ketchum in his bed. <laughs> bed. 
I am the Eric J. <laughs> Only known as the Eric J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy K Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The gentleman. Also known as K Diddy. Take that, take that. But better known as the people's Jabroni. <laughs> And that's us. I mean, we four friends coming together every week to talk about the biggest stories in sports with our own flair to it. Let me tell you, you ain't never heard a sports podcast that's entertaining before. Damn straight. So check us out every Wednesday. Get at us. In the land of the free with the blacks enslaved, three-fifths of a man, I believe, is the phrase. I'm 50% of Duce and it's dead free, yeah? 100% of Ace of Spade, worth half a beat. Uh. Rock Nation, half of that, that's my piece. 100% of title to bust it up with my cheese. Uh. Smokes, my niggas won't ever work together. You run a checker, but they never give you leverage. No red hat, don't Michael and Prince me, yay. They separate you when you got Michael and Prince's DNA. Uh. I ain't one of these house niggas you bought. My house like a resort. My house bigger than yours, my spot. Come on, man. My route better, of course. We started without food in our mouth. They gave us pork and pig intestines. Shit you discarded that we ingested. We made the project a wave. You came back, reinvested, and gentrified it. Took niggas sense of pride. Now how that's free? And them people stole the soul and hit niggas with 360s. I ain't got a billion streams, got a billion dollars. Inflating numbers like we po' be happy about this. We was praising Billboard, but we were young. Now I look at Billboard like, is you dumb? To this day, Grandma afraid what I might say They gonna have to kill me, Grandmama, I'm not their slave <laughs> Check out the bazaar, rapping style used by me The HOV, look at my hair free, carefree Niggas ain't there free, enjoy your change What's your employer name with the hairpiece? I survived a hood, can't no shaitan rob me My account's so good, I'm practically living tax-free Factory, that's me, sold drugs, got away, scot-free That's a C-C-E, copy, kill free, steal me And expect me to not feel away To this day, you would say, y'all kill me Sucker free, no shucking me, I don't job turkey Alright, so that was just what's free Um, And in that song, Jay-Z had some very choice words for Kanye West <laughs> <laughs> and while he was he was spitting truth, he was spitting fact in his side of the story, in his opinion, social media wanted to jump on this as a diss. And I I feel like the word diss now has evolved to like the minor, even the most minor shots, like people are just so quick to call it a diss. I don't think it was a full diss. But what do we think about the verse, the reaction, everything? Johnny, what do you think? All right. So first of all. Now, I'm not the biggest Jay-Z fan. In fact, I try to troll Jay-Z fans whenever I get the chance. But in this instance, Jay-Z went off. Like, this this is the epitome of being rich and talking your shit in a rap. Like, this is the epitome of that. So, salute to Jay-Z because he said some, he was saying some shit like, it made me feel like inferior. He said, he said, my bank account, my bank account so big. I'm basically living tax free. I was like, oh, now a lot of people might not get that. And that's OK. But being an accountant, I'm like, oh, we like Jay-Z, you shot fire at me. Like, goddamn, <laughs> like that's hard. Like that is hard. He was just talking his rich shit. And I, I loved it. Um, As far as the Kanye diss, as people are calling it, I don't I personally don't think he was dissing. I think he was just saying how he felt and he went on. He's going on about his life. Like, that's really it. He addressed it. That's it's what it was like. It's I don't think it's anything more serious than that. 
to yeah, be honest. And, and I and I agree with you. He was telling his opinion, and you know, to his credit, for the first time in well over a year, Jay Z decided to tweet, which is just I still can't imagine Jay Z sitting down with a phone and tweeting something. Like I just can't imagine it. Oh, the fact that he had to <laughs> go to Twitter to uh, elaborate on lyrics, like. Come on, man! Don't don't be that guy. Come on, yeah. Jay Z. You you well above that. You don't got to do that. Yeah, yeah. Come on. I mean, let let the people feel. I, he said much worse stuff that he's never even. He still hasn't talked about. So come on, Jay. I, I get you're a father now. But we didn't need the tweets, man. But, um, <laughs> as far as the verse, man. Uh, th- I think this is just that continued evolution of Jay Z, even at this stage of his career, to where he's Jay Z is more open now than what he's ever been at any point in his career. And this is someone who's been in the public eye for God, it has to be like 20, 25 years at this point, right? Yeah, yeah. So the fact that we're getting more and more openness from Jay-Z about his his opinions on deeper stuff is what makes the verse so dope to me. The The stuff towards Kanye isn't really avert, overtly a diss. It's not really, I wouldn't even categorize it as a shot towards Kanye specifically. It's him speaking on a situation that involves Kanye and his opinion on the MAGA hat, but I think that's really it. I don't... I mean, if we are to believe that they have the friend, the friendship that they have had over over the years, I'm pretty sure that they've had worse conversations than this behind closed doors. This is not a diss people. Right. Right. Yeah, man. Stop trying to run away with the word diss. Everything ain't a diss. Now, let me let me say this. I can't mention Jay-Z without trying to troll. So I saw a recent picture of Jay-Z, I think, when him and Beyonce performed in South Africa, if I'm not mistaken. Uh huh. Uh, he had on like the pink uh Hillary Clinton suit and shit. But I noticed his <laughs> I noticed his hair, right? Now, uh-huh. nothing wrong with his hair at all. Like I think he, it looks like he's trying to twist it out or grow dreads or something, which is cool. But why is he trying to be like J. Cole? Yeah, he's doing the whole free form dread thing where he kind of yeah. just lets it do his own thing. But uh that's funny. I had never thought about that before you mentioned that's exactly what it is, isn't it? Yeah, man. That's that's literally what it is. Yeah, so is Jay-Z going through a midlife crisis? Like, as far as, like, his fashion and everything, like, it's just... I don't know, man. If it is, if 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 that's his version of a midlife crisis, I think he's good. Because yeah. if he's going through a midlife crisis and can still rap how he rapped on What's Free, I think he's good. He, he all right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then, too, he's a father. Like, I mean, maybe he wants to be cool to his kids. Who knows? I mean... Right. <laughs> Blue out here telling him to wear a pink suit. Where is daddy? Hell, if Which I had one, a daughter, she told me, Pinky she asked me to. Right, I would too, so. Oh, man, you don't, my daughter, she, some of the stuff, there was a video camera following us around, like, when she wants to have her tea party, I would, like, some of this shit that <laughs> I've done for my daughter, like, yeah, we're just gonna go ahead and leave that alone, Right, so I ain't, yeah, I ain't mad at it, I ain't mad at it. <laughs> but let's jump into the next topic, man. Um, Sicko Mode, the number one song in the country, and Astro World, the same week of Dummy Boy Takashi Six Nine's debut album, sold seventy one thousand units in its seventeenth week, beating out uh, Takashi's Dummy Boy, which sold sixty six thousand. Johnny, have you finished Astro World yet? I have not. <laughs> yeah, but Sicko Mode, it's impossible for you to not have heard the song. I, I listened to it. I did listen okay. to it. Um. You said it's the number one song in the country. Number one, regardless of genre, the number one song in the country. Really? Yes. That's, that's kind of dope. I'm I'm not even gonna hate on that. That's what's up. Um, I did listen to the song though. It's not now. It's definitely not. It's not a bad song at all whatsoever. It's not a bad song, but I do not get the appeal of it. 
like Sicko Mode, right? Is that would you say that song is a reflection of what the album is? No, honestly, I wouldn't. Okay, I'm about no, to say because if that's the case, I don't see how that's the number one. How that could be number one on people's list of of top albums of 2018. I don't get that. Yeah, as much as I enjoyed Astro World as a whole, I would honestly say Sicko Mode is probably in the lower tier of the tracks that I like on that album. Just personally. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's that's not to say it's a bad song. I just think that there are better songs on the album than Sicko Mode. I think I, it's a good vibe song. I mean, I can see why the younger crowd would like it, but... I think that there's, to me at least personally, there's more there's more songs that are better reflection of that whole vibe on the on the the album to me. So, hmm. and and then you said, and in, in its seventeenth seventeenth week, it sold more than Takashi's first week. Yes. Damn. Yeah. So this this past week, uh, on hip hop sale al- album units move, Astro World was number one with seventy one, whereas Takashi with a de- debut album was number two with sixty six. Damn. I mean, it's still good to debut at number two, but behind a album that's been out for shit four months. Yeah, it's wild, ain't it? Yeah. And and I, I think go ahead. But I mean, it's Takashi's though. I mean, but Takashi has a following. I think, though, that Sycamore being the number one song in the country, I think that at now we're seeing it's these aren't just hip hop sales. These are the the other crowd of people uh, that are ah. that are now buying this album and pushing it more because, you know, the 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 party crowd, the atmosphere, they hear the song. Now they're going to check out the whole album. I don't. It, it it's a reason I I can understand the reason why Astroworld is having the resurgence in sales that it's having in its seventeenth week. I just I still expected Takashi to outsell it, especially with him going to jail and you know the, mm-hmm. you have people busting out into free Takashi um, chants at Trippy Red's uh, performances. Like it's just it seems like there's a movement behind Takashi fans, and maybe we'll see it in the second week. Maybe we'll see the results of that in the second week. It's just it's just a little shocking to me personally. So when you say seventy one thousand units for Astro World, right? Mm-hmm. That's not like physical CD sales. Is that like streams? That's that, so it's equi- equivalent physical sales. So it's basically taking everything a combination of physical sales, combination of streams, combination of downloads, and putting that into okay. If this if everything was just an album sale, this that it would be the equivalent of seventy one units. I wonder if. So like like you said, Sicko Mode is like the number one song in the country, right? Yeah. The streams from that one song, I wonder if Ooh. those count. I wonder if those. I wonder if those count toward multiple units sold. Probably, probably. That I don't know how that algorithm works. I don't have the inner workings there, but you saying that makes honestly makes a lot of sense. That's interesting. They streaming shit, man. Still learning, just like when. I guess MP3s came into play, like from CDs, like people were trying yeah. to figure out how to, you know, use it. People still trying to figure out how to use the streaming stuff. Oh, it's, yeah. it's crazy. It's it, so crazy. I, and that's the thing is that streaming, if I was an artist, I would, I guess as long as you're getting your check. But if you're one of the artists that aren't getting your check, I would really question, like, if I'm being cut out because it's like, man, it's it, people smarter than me. I guess they they may have a whole team just to count the ag- algorithm for streams. Cause I, I don't know, man, I'd be pissed off. I would need to see something physically that shows how much my album was streamed and why I'm getting paid, what I'm getting paid from. Right. And I wonder if it's going to get to the point where artists 
kind of like what Chance the Rapper did with Coloring Book. How he mm-hmm. how he went straight to Apple and like yeah. it was on Apple Music exclusively for like a couple weeks and then went everywhere else. Like I wonder if artists are going to start going to specific streaming services, kind of like what Joe Budden did with his podcast. Like oh, yeah. he went he went straight to Spotify. Like here we're going to put this here. You give us an undisclosed amount of money, then we good exclusivity. Yeah, and, and that's something that title really kind of started with music once they debuted is having exclusive music with exclusive artists. You know, Jay-Z pulled all his stuff off everywhere else and it's just on title. I think we will, mm-hmm. we'll start seeing it more in 2019, but probably towards 2020 is going to be the war of exclusive content on all these different services. Right. And we're not, and that's outside of just music. Like we Netflix and Disney streaming, like oh. it's going to be everything. Yeah. Streaming services are going to become the new rap labels. And all the rap labels gonna fall. Oh, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy to watch. That like that's literally gonna happen in the next, I would say, ten years. Oh yeah, probably like, that's probably crazy. sooner than then. And that's crazy. Just think the way that we could grew up consuming music is gonna be so like of course it was different from our generation to our parents, you know, the, the cassette to the C D. But we're talking about a completely new platform for our children by the time they reach our age. Like it's it's crazy, man. It's a... Uh, Whenever I have kids, they probably, well, I'm going to introduce them to it, but they would have no idea what a vinyl record is. Yeah. Like, that's cr- that's crazy to me. There's they, no they won't even know what it is. Dropping that needle. Man. Man, <laughs> listen, a cassette, a CD, oh my God. They'll never know a world. I have a nephew, I have a one year old nephew. He'll never know a world without streaming. Like, that's that's so crazy to me. Wow, I didn't even think about it like that. That's that's wild, man. <laughs> hey, that's that's the next generation. That's what we're moving into. Um, so at, just to kind of finish off this this uh, segment, um, Johnny, when are you finishing Astro World, brother? Man, it'll be. I'll finish it before the end of the year, man. You you've been saying I that think, all year. We we really have well, twenty six days left in the year. The year ain't over, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, I, I got to download it. I just haven't listened. That's all. Like, look, man, 2018 has really beat me down in terms of like listening to music. I'm not going to lie. Like, I really don't want to listen to no new shit <laughs> for for a while. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. Like, I, I'm, I've definitely enjoyed all the new music. But damn, slow down. Slow down, people. Like, how I like to sit with albums at least for a few months to actually enjoy them. But like, yeah. I can't do that because I'm still going to the next new thing, you know? That's so. that's how the new generation consumes content. Like you gotta like think about it. When we there was a clear two or three month gap between major hip hop releases when we were growing up. Like so you had you had to sit with an album for two or three months until you got a big new album. Right. Now it's like and it's not again, it's not just even with music. Like we're seeing it with TV shows. Like Netflix drops a new series every other week, it seems like. They got hella original content that I didn't even know. Like they yeah. got original movies and shows that are like on a third and fourth season that I had no clue existed. <laughs> like it's crazy, it's deep, man. It's deep. Um, yeah, it's just just the whole way working. Like as a people, not us specifically, are consuming content nowadays. It makes you really think like how much is getting missed. Like how many gems are getting missed because we're just trying to rush through it. Like for example, I um went back and watch the first season of iron fist still not i still wouldn't say that it's good but i watched it so quick that i would that i did miss some really good stuff character building in it 
It just yeah. sucks that it wasn't for Danny Rand, but there are a lot of good characters in that show. <clears throat> right, right. It's like I forgot T.I. dropped the album, and that was only like two months ago, two or three months ago. And it was a dope album. Right, like that's it's crazy, man. It's too much coming too fast. Yeah, man, too definitely. Fast. But listen, let us know what how you guys how do you guys stay up to date with content, man? Maybe that's the topic we need to talk about next week. Is how we plan to stay on top of content in 2019. But uh we're gonna go ahead and get into our, our second break and uh we're gonna catch you guys on the other side of this commercial and some music. This is Ms. 100. And this is Lady T. And we are the, the Hood, Hood Geniuses, Geniuses Podcast. Podcast. Every Monday, we are releasing an episode, so make sure y'all stay tuned. And you can follow us on Twitter at Hood Geniuses Pod, on Facebook, Hood Geniuses Podcast, and on IG, Hood Geniuses Pod. And make sure y'all subscribe to our YouTube page so y'all can see us live and in the flesh. Yeah, and uh, we don't need Lady T to knuck and buck for y'all to start <laughs> listening to us, you know what I'm saying? So don't make Lady T knuck and buck. Hey, listen, I mean, eventually, you know what I'm saying, Lady T is getting up in age, so it may be, I may be in my wheelchair on my cane, I don't know. But I will get to you. <laughs> yeah, so make sure y'all do that. Hit that subscribe button, follow, and y'all can email us at hoodgeniuses pod at gmail.com thank you i guess i just gotta chill for 20 years till the judge say that it's okay to come out i need an escape ain't no way to run out people say that they love me but you ain't breaking me out i probably die up in this motherfucker shit i've accepted that and now i'm finding peace long nights i've been trying to sleep but i can't so let me write you this apology this for your girl look i'm sorry mama i put a bullet in them I took your heart from you. I killed your man, and now you forced to be apart from him. Your daughter walking, who gon' catch her when she start running? I was only 19, doing foolish things for colors. Your tears in the courtroom. I could tell you loved him. I thought I was being gangster when I took his life. Now I could barely sleep through a night. I get it now. Fuck these colored dreams. All right, bro. So (laughs) (laughs) I really, really could not wait to talk to you about this. I've had this on the list since it dropped even before i got to listen to it but eminem releasing a 10 minute freestyle after the release of bodied which we'll talk about the film itself and our anticipation to actually watch it a little bit later but man what what are your thoughts on this freestyle okay let me let me let me say this right eminem is top i'll say eminem is top 10 rappers of all time absolutely so that's no it's no debate i'm sure 98% of the hip hop community agrees. Like we we got that. At this point in Eminem's career, stuff like this 10-minute freestyle that he put out is 100% unnecessary. Like the first 2 minutes, 3 minutes tops, he was talking this shit, you know, you know rhyming syllables and words and shit, you know what Eminem does. It was great. After that third minute, mm, it just got it got boring. And he was out of breath. I don't know if he out of shape or what. He started with that little kick, like a smurf or some shit. Like, don't what Eminem, what are you doing? You literally don't have to do anything but drop music if you feel like it. Drop the music. Don't do shit. That's all you gotta do. You don't have to do nothing else. This this freestyle was completely unnecessary. I didn't I didn't enjoy it. After like three minutes, it was just like, all right, man, you gotta chill. You really gotta chill. Yeah, man. So M is like, it feels like he's still trying to prove that he is in the. T- 
top ten, and he doesn't anymore. Like we we all know. Like forget revival, um, all that. Like okay, you had a bad album. Like people do. People have bad yeah. albums all the time. You survive. Okay. You're you're a legend. It's okay. This new M that we're getting, where it feels like he has to prove he can rap by just throwing in as many as many syllables as he can, is not a good look. Structurally, yeah, it's good that you're you can you can do that. It's it's great that you can do that. It's great that you can make wor- words that don't necessarily rhyme sound like they rhyme, but the content isn't there. Like right. the, it, the the it's shallow. It's shallow bars. And as being one of the greats, I expect better from you. Rather than drop a ten minute freestyle, give me a two minute fire ass verse or whatever. I right. can take that. Like you, you, if Eminem popped up, let's say every six months to a year randomly just dropped a a dope freestyle just to, just to remind it i wouldn't mind if if the depth was there but just doing it and it being as empty as what this is is really a slap in the face to his own legacy and and this is what his detractors point to is because now he's like after the whole as much as i didn't think kill shot was as bad as some people after the whole mgk beef do you really think this is a good idea M? <laughs> oh man no, it's not. It wasn't. It's not. It's it not wasn't good. A good idea. Not at all, man. I just, I, I want and need him to do better. Um, but again, before, well, any, any other thoughts on the freestyle? Any, any bars you want to point out or discuss or no. anything? All no, right. just don't do, don't do it again, Eminem. Please don't. <laughs> well, him wasn't the only member of his family to drop a freestyle. A freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> his daughter Haley dropped some bars like a couple of days later after this. And Johnny called me fucking crazy. It wasn't that bad. It was no, better shit, than M's freestyle. The shit was fire. But so I so I went and looked like I went and looked this shit up. Right. So I don't know if this is Haley for real. Her stage name is I don't know if it's Win or Wine, but it's W Y N N E. She's from Lake Oswe- Lake Oswego, O S W E G O in Oregon. So I don't I don't know if this is Haley if she, and she goes by that rap name or what uh-huh. I don't know but that verse was hard as like that verse was hell hard um it was a cipher for this organization called Team Backpack they they go around the country doing um different shows where they invite different rappers to cipher and stuff like that I used to watch that YouTube all the time um but I don't think I've ever seen a white girl rap like that never like she never. Like she was cold. like she was cold, like do she you, was for real cold. Did, does this make you want to see more from her? I mean, I'm not going to be so quick to say yes. Let me if she's like in any other ciphers, I'll check out the ciphers. Do I want to hear a whole project from her? Eh, I don't know. Give me like an EP or something first. Like I don't want to hear a whole hour worth of music from her. Just let me hear a few more verses to see if I really like her. Cause that could have just been a one-off dope verse and the rest of her shit could be whack. I don't know. So I just I need I need a little bit more from her before I'm like fully invested in what she can do. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, you can't take one one set of bars or a cipher and, and completely say that now you can go in because there's 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 been freestyle and battle rappers who can't make a cohesive project that are way better. Um, right. But I will say this, if whoever that is, like if they can come with more music, if she can come with more music and the quality be there, she can possibly be not as big as Eminem, but she can be the female version of that. Because like you said, no one's seen it before. Right. And with, and with the rise of like women in hip hop, listen, that 
there could be some money to be made there. Right. The and don't is, y'all dare say, don't y'all dare say Iggy Azalea. <laughs> but <laughs> so the, this makes me think, and I know I didn't put this on the run sheet, so you, we may have to come back to this, but rappers kids who do you think has been the best offspring of a rapper that come in and have a, a rap career that's done the best because it seems no, i'll just play it i'll just play it i mean I, I don't think you're wrong i don't think you're wrong no but there has to be somebody like he's like current there has to be somebody else right like cory guns um okay diggy simmons he, I think he put out an album this year. Yeah, he like, put out an album a couple ago. weeks ago. Yeah, that Jesus we didn't Christ. we didn't review because we had too long. I think that was the week we reviewed three albums. I was like, ah, eh, you know what? Yeah, yeah. No, nah, it. Nah, we definitely got to revisit this because I know it's I know it's something out there that I can't even think about right now. So yeah, right. we can revisit. Uh, okay, that. so go ahead. We'll go ahead and put that on the list, listeners. Check us out next week. We'll discuss the best children from rappers that have had a a, a rap career. Um. But yeah, I mean, as far as the movie now, let's talk about the film Body. Did you get a chance to watch the trailer? Have you watched the movie, the film itself? Because the film is out. I actually watched the film. Um, I signed okay. up for YouTube Premium just so I could watch it. Okay. So yes, yeah, two hour movie. Um, follows this white guy who's doing well. Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen it, if you want to watch it, I guess I should say that. Um, this is white guy who's writing a thesis statement, uh, like a thesis on the n-word and battle rap mm. so he he actually attends a battle there's somewhere in california i forget the exact city uh, but he attends this battle this battle that's like in this abandoned garage charlemagne is like the host charlemagne is hilarious um and i forget the actor's name but the actor who plays like uh the other main character that helps the white kid throughout the movie mm-hmm. i forget his real name but anyway and they actually use real battle rappers in the movie, which was great. And you could tell that these actual battle rappers wrote their own raps. So that that was that was as a battle rap fan, that was good to see. Um, but if I was this white guy who's trying to write this thesis on the N word and battle rap, find finds um a person that he can, I guess, ask the questions to, one of his favorite battle rappers, and somehow gets called out at the beginning of the movie in the parking lot to battle um another white another white battle rapper and the dude actually like bodied him like because he like he writes poetry but he can like put words together and rhyme because he watches battle rap and so he ended up bodying him and then he starts getting calls like look i heard you was nice you should come battle here then he started battling for money and he he talks to his the 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 battle rap friend that he made and he was and they basically talked about how they never get personal like we just talk about guns because that's what you know. That's what people like to hear. You never get personal. So the white dude ends up meeting the family of the black battle rapper that he befriended. His daughter has some type of lung condition. His you know his wife works. Um, and the black guy's a, a game programmer, like a game designer. So he learns about all the, the white dude learns about all this stuff, and they end up having to battle because they um, got offered five thousand dollars a piece. Uh, I think they went three rounds and they end up getting personal. Um, but then they end up doing a two on two battle together against two other rappers. It was crazy. I gotta see this movie. Yeah, like it's like it's a really good movie. Like the movie is actually really good. Now the white dude does say the n word a couple times. Oh shit! I was real. I was real pissed at that. <laughs> um, but other than that, the movie was actually like really good. Like really, really good. And and just looking at the movie, so it looks like um it was made. 
on a budget of less than fifteen million dollars, and so far it's grossed over a hundred million. Yeah, um, Joseph Kahn, who's the director, I believe, uh-huh. he funded them. He funded that movie himself. That's crazy. That is crazy. I, I heard him say that on a Breakfast Club. But yeah, so he basically paid for that movie himself. Um, it was out in select theaters across the country, like you know, big cities, New York, um, L.A., Atlanta. You know those major markets, but now it's on YouTube Premium, so you know you got to pay the monthly fee and all that shit. So I'm definitely gonna have to go check that out. Now you just sold me on. I mean, I was already planning on seeing it, but it was kind of one of those things where once I get the slow moment, I watch it. You just mm-hmm. shot that up to. I think I may go watch that tonight. Yeah, man. It's it's. Listen, I as a battle rap fan, I wanted to watch it regardless, but I didn't expect for it to be as good as it was and like the white guy isn't he isn't like the protagonist in the movie he's almost the asshole of the movie and he's like the main character so that that was like a departure from regular film you know so it's it's a good movie man y'all should check it out if you get a chance so go and check it out it got johnny silver approval obviously that's bodied uh go check that out we're gonna go ahead and take a break and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna discuss our last topic which is hip-hop related kind of offset but Let's get into that break. All aboard the Hot Mess Express, where we are spilling the tea weekly on latest trends, celebrity news, and the culture. Check out Tea Time with I'm Just Saying, available on The Breaks Media. Hold on to them cups. <laughs> you don't want to miss this. Dipshit. Right. Throw it back for me right. if you bad and you know it. I'ma keep it real, shorty bad and show it. Ooh. You can do it fast, baby, just don't go too right. fast right. on me. All right, Johnny. Um, we don't talk about topics like this a because we have so many albums review. We we really do keep it music directly music music related artist related. Um, in this on this topic, Joel Santana proposed to his girl, his longtime girlfriend of over ten years, Kim Bella, and gets completely slammed by a lot of people on social media. Now, I'm not one to really get into other people's relationships that i think like everyone goes at their own pace but i felt like we had to talk about this because it really did dominate like a mini news cycle of itself Mm -hmm. what do you think johnny man uh there are a few layers to this whole thing for real um i could see i can see both sides i can see the perspective from both sides here um on Joel's side right he he, like he got sentenced to jail. Like, what's his situation? He did he get sent, like? Is he going to jail for a period of not time? For, not for sure. I don't okay. believe. Yeah, I don't believe it. it. Looks like it's gonna go that way, but not for sure. Okay, but him and Kim Bella have been together for for a long time, like seven plus years. I would, I think. Yeah. Um. So from his from his perspective, what I'm what I think he's thinking is okay. There's a possibility I may go away for a minute. Um, you know, she's been holding me down for 
X amount of years, I probably need to, you know, go ahead and do this. Now, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. That's probably his thought process. We don't know. Maybe he planned to propose to her anyway before all of this legal stuff happened. Mm -hmm. We have no idea. It is what it is. So he proposed. Now, from her perspective, I'm assuming she loves him because she's been with him for a long period of time. Maybe she's been waiting for him to propose. Cool. He finally proposed. Of course, she's going to say yes. She's been she's probably wanted to marry him for X amount of years. Cool. I, You know, it is what it is. If you want to marry that man, marry him. That's that's what it is. Now, the social media outcry. I think women I think women were saying that he waited so long and now he's about to go to jail. Now he wants to propose. I mean, what's the issue? If if she still if Kim Bella still wanted to accept the proposal and get married, what's the problem? Like, now I get I get why y'all mad cuz he waited until he possibly might be going to jail to propose, but so like that's what he wanted to do and she accepted. It's, there's really nothing else after that to be honest y'all still mad but they engaged and, and my thing and this is my opinion on it is that the ones that are like saying why would he wait why would he wait to propose at a concert um why, why would he do it in private this is this is my opinion on it and i'm not saying this is the absolute truth but for someone at, with jewels who has had public situations on love and hip-hop where his his infidelity has been called out um, him acting like they're not together has been called out to do something so publicly in a way that it's it's involving his art and what probably is means almost as much to him as his family. And that's his music to make her a, a part of that and to propose to her on that stage may mean more to them than just to say, oh, why would why wouldn't you not keep it private? Maybe that 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 having that outward show of their love, whatever works for them, is something that spoke to her because she seemed like she was completely caught off guard and enjoying it. Right. Right. And I mean, who asked? Like, I can't believe they asked people asked, why did he propose publicly? You know how many public proposals we've seen on Instagram almost every damn week? Like all his people was there. His crew was there. His family was probably there. Like her family was probably there. Like. People propose publicly. Like y'all act like that's a new thing here. Yeah. I, just just don't propose at somebody else's wedding. I'm sorry. That's just oh, my yeah, personal yeah. thing. Oh, I, that's yeah. tacky as hell. Um yeah. but yeah, I mean I, I just don't get it. And this I feel like people are so quick to jump down people's throat and this is where everyone wants to judge everyone else's situation. Most of the people who are outcried of that ain't never been proposed to, probably have been in relationships ten years themselves, and much less they don't even have the password to their boyfriend's phone, much less have gotten a ring. Right. So just just stop judging other people and what their relationship is. That's just my thing. Yeah, like why does that even matter to you? Like Jewels and Kimbella, you know, they've been they live in New York. You know, they do what they do. Like, I'm here. I'm here in St. Louis. I don't care. Like, I don't care. Why do you care? I, this I age know. and their concerns about what other people do with their lives is just getting out of fucking control. Yeah, man. It definitely gets worse. It gets worse every year. It really it really gets worse. But the, the same ones who are complaining about him proposing on stage are the same ones that cried when Bobby Brown proposed on stage in the Bobby Brown story. <laughs> I'm just like, just come on. I mean, get your lives together, man. But I really have nothing else. I just wanted to talk about it because I knew we probably shared the same opinion on it. People, let people live. Just let them live. Hey, man, they they are engaged. They are 
they are engaged to get married. That's that. I ha- still have to go to work tomorrow. So <laughs> it is it is what it is. <laughs> there you go. Until somebody asks me to be at their wedding, it ain't none of my business. Right. Literally. But we will cover it for the Breaks Radio if anyone wants to invite us out. We will come out there and we will uh, do that. But nonetheless, Johnny, that's it. That's another episode of the Breaks Radio, man. Anything you got left before we tell the people goodbye, goodnight, and do all our little plugs? Um, Nah, man. Just... Have fun. Stop worrying about other people getting engaged, man. That's all that matters. That's a hundred percent fact. Hundred percent fact. Stop worrying so much about what. If it's not affecting you, your family, or how you get your money, stop worrying about what other people are doing. That's real. Well, that's it for me, man. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. You can follow the Breaks Radio collectively at the Breaks Radio, and you can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. TheBreaksMedia at gmail dot com. Johnny, tell the people where they can find you. Yes, on Twitter, I'm J-O-N, two underscores, the letter B. On Instagram, I'm J-B-S underscore E-S-L underscore A-A-M-U. All right. And, and that has, go ahead. Oh, no, I was saying with that, we out. <laughs> we out. Peace. Peace. My bitches all bad. My niggas all real. I ride in dick and some big tall hills. Big fat checks. Big large bills. Run out flip like 10 car wheels. Cold ass bitch. I give raw chills. 10 different looks and my looks all kill. I kiss them in the mouth. I feel all grills. Heat in the car. That's no on wheels. Woo! Born a flex, yes. diamonds on my neck. I like boarding jets, I like more than sex. But nothing in this world that I like more than checks. Money, all I really wanna see is the money. I don't really need to be any the money. All a bad bitch need is the money. I got pants in the coop, busting at the roof. I got pants in the coop, touch me, I'll shoot. Bow, shake a little ass. Money. You get a little bag and take it to the store. store. Get a little cash, money. you shake it real fast, you get a little more. Money. I got in the coop, bustin' at the roof. I got pants in the coop, bustin' at the roof. I got a fly, I need a jet, shit. I need room for my legs. I got a baby, I need some money, shit. I need teeth for my egg. All y'all bitches in trouble. Green brass knuckles to scuffle. I heard that Cardi went pop, shit. I did go pop, pop. That's me bustin' that bubble. I'm the Sonny with the drip, baby mommy with the clip. Walk out bodies with a bitch, bring a thotty to the whip. If she find her, she think, God damn, fucking pass the